So stretch out your legs and feel how you're resting on the floor. The length of your arms and legs. The length over all of your left side and your right side. Compare them. And then bring your attention to your breathing. And just feel throughout your torso. Feel the shape that expands and subsides as you breathe in and as you breathe out. Your whole torso as you breathe, it's kind of like... um, Imagine it or picture it like a balloon that the air goes in and everything expands, the air goes out, everything subsides. Now, if that balloon is, uh, has equal tensile strength all the way around the balloon, it's going to expand evenly in all directions, to your front, to your back, in your chest, in your belly, into your pelvic floor, at the top of your chest, in all dimensions, expand and subside. But very few of us probably have entire torsos that are kind of equally mobile all around. We probably all feel a little bit more like, you know, if you took a balloon and you took a hot air dryer and you sort of a hot air, you know, a hair dryer, and you pointed it at different places in the balloon, it would sort of, you know, scrunch up the balloon there and it would thicken and make that area less mobile. And then if you expanded the balloon and let the balloon subside, you would see some places on the balloon expand a lot, some places on the balloon hardly budge. So for us, we've got, I mean, there's muscle, there's spine, there's rib cage, there's bone, there's all sorts of different things there. And there's our habits. There's our habits. And that creates all these different areas of Uh, where the balloon is tighter, where the balloon is looser, and then the breathing has its shape then. It's an extended metaphor for you to use to feel your breathing. Feel where does, where do things expand easily? Where there's a lot of movement as you breathe in and breathe out? Maybe it's in your chest or in your belly, your lower belly or your upper belly. Where for you? And where is there less movement or no movement as you breathe in and breathe out? How about your back towards the floor behind you, between your shoulder blades or in your small ribs towards your waist? above your sacrum. Under your shoulder blades. In your sternum in the front. Okay, so now come over and roll over onto your stomach. Mm -hmm. 
And place your hands one on top of the other underneath your forehead. So your face can be in the center. Your hands one on top of the other on your forehead. Your legs long. Comfortable distance apart. Whatever feels normal to you. And start to explore movement of bending your right leg to take your foot towards the ceiling. Take your shin to vertical and then back down. So your knee stays put and you just bend your leg, take your foot towards the vertical and then take it back down. So your knee stays put, your knee stays in the same place. You just take your foot towards the ceiling and then take your foot back towards the floor. And feel as you do that, in a way, I mean, that's just a movement of your lower leg, of course, but does your pelvis do something? Does your spine do something? Do your ribs do something? As you lift your leg and lower it. It could do a couple of sorts of things. It could shift or move. You could shift or move in your pelvis or your ribs or your spine. Or maybe that area of your balloon gets thicker or something. So it doesn't move, but it thickens and stabilizes, quote-unquote. So feel what that is for you, what you feel in your chest, in your back, your pelvis as you lift your foot and lower it. Does your hip joint at the front of your pelvis, does it stay the same distance from the floor? Does it move? Does it turn? And now as you lift your foot towards the ceiling, lift your head to look up along the wall in front of you, the wall over your head. Lift your head. And then lower it as you put your foot down. And see, does your lower leg get lighter, heavier? Something change about how you use your back to help yourself lift your foot. And then now as you lift your foot, slide your forehead down along the floor, kind of lift your chest so that you can look as though you're looking towards your belly button underneath you. So you, uh, despite the floor being there, you look down towards your feet, your shoulders, your chest, you have to lift a little bit as you lift your foot. And does that make lifting your foot easier or harder? And where does the front of your hip joint go now? Can you do it at the same time? So not one after the other, but at the same time. 
feel like you want to look at your belly button, so you sort of have to lift your chest a bit. At the same time that you look down. Okay. And then leave that and roll onto your back and take a rest. And compare your feeling, the length of your left side, the length of your right side. And come over onto your stomach again. And again with one hand on top of the other and your forehead on top of the back of your hand. And switch which hand is on top. So whichever hand you had on top before, switch it to the other hand now. And now begin to lift your left foot towards the ceiling. Bend at the knee and lift your left foot towards the ceiling and lower it. And feel what that's like for your left leg. How heavy your lower leg is. What you feel about how your pelvis, how your spine, how your back support or participate in this lifting of your left lower leg. Is there a little roll of your pelvis or a little extension of your spine or a little thickening somewhere? And here's another question. How how um, vertical to the floor is this line or the plane that your heel or your foot draws? So does your foot go sort of straight up or does it curve in or curve out or take a wandering path? How clear is the line that your foot draws? And then as you lift your foot, lift your head and look up in front of you. Feel if that makes your lower leg lighter or heavier or any difference at all. Does it change the line that your foot draws? Does it change how you use your back or your pelvis to help?
And then as you lift your feet, look under yourself like you're looking towards your belly button or your pubic bone. Kind of have to curl your chest or your belly back a little bit so you can sort of drag your forehead along the floor, crown of your head on the floor to look underneath you as you lift your foot. And then leave that and just stay in your belly. Don't roll over onto your back yet. Just stay in your belly, but take a little rest on your stomach. And then turn your face back towards the floor, your forehead on the back of your hands. And now alternate. Lift one foot towards the ceiling and then lower it and lift the other foot towards the ceiling. And feel in your pelvis and your back the shifting, the use you make. There's probably something happens quite different when you lift your left foot and when you lift your right foot, right? Make it a little faster, left, right, left, right. Lift one while you lower the other. And straighten both your legs on the floor. And now, can you lift both feet at the same time and feel how you do that? A moment ago, when you lifted each leg, each foot, you were doing something with your back, you're doing something with your pelvis to help lift that foot. But now, if you're going to lift them both together, you need to reach some compromise there in your spine. And so as you do that, notice one of your feet goes faster, one of your feet goes more straight, and the other more out to the side. Something, there's probably some asymmetry in how you lift your feet. One's faster at the beginning, the other's faster at the end. One touches the floor before the other, or lifts away from the floor. So are all little signs of the uh, compromise you're making with your asymmetries in your back your spine. Great. Okay, you can leave that and come onto your back. Take a rest.
and feel how you're resting on the floor. And then come over onto your stomach again. And this time turn your face to look right. And interlace your fingers on the back of your head. So the left side of your face will be lying on the floor and your fingers interlace behind your head, your elbows on the floor, and your fingers interlace behind your head so that your hands are kind of resting on your right ear or your right side of the... um, Nuka of the base of your skull or your right temple. Okay, face looking right. Great. And bend your right leg so your right foot is towards the ceiling. And begin to tilt your right leg to the left and then back up to the vertical. So your knee stays put and you're pivoting sort of on your knee. You're rolling your thigh. Tilt your right foot to the left and then back up to the vertical. Your left leg stays long. And if you need a little more space between your legs, you can take your knees a little further apart. You tilt your right leg to the left and then back up. And just feel there's probably some rotation that happens right in the hip joint. Then at a certain point, it picks up the pelvis and your pelvis starts to roll. You feel in your spine. How far up your spine? Where do you feel your ribs? Lifting, so you tilt your right foot to the left and then bring it back up to the vertical. Tilt it to the inside and then back up. And you feel the weight shift on the front of you, right? So your ribs in the front, your chest in the front. As you tilt your right foot to the left, does the right side of your chest start to get a little lighter? Left side a little heavier. Do you feel any weight shifting in the front? Any change in your elbows? And how they rest on the floor. Tilt your right foot to the left. Inside. Roll. Rolling yourself from the femur. Roll the femur. Roll the pelvis. And follow that where it goes. And then turn your head so your face looks left. Still your hands interlaced on the back of your head now, so now your hands are interlaced sort of on the left side of your face or your left ear. And tilt your, continue to tilt your right leg to the left. And see what this difference in the position of your head does in the twist of your spine. What difference does it make for how you can roll yourself from your femur, roll yourself from your foot? Tilt your right leg to the left. At some point your pelvis starts to roll. Follow that up your spine through your chest.
Great. Okay, leave that. Come onto your back. Take a rest. And then come onto your stomach again. Turn your face to look left and interlace your hands on the left side of your face, your elbows resting on the floor. Bend your left foot, your left knee, so your left foot is towards the ceiling. And begin to tilt your left leg to the inside, tilt your left foot to the right. Rolling your thigh, pivoting. Tilt your left foot to the right, your right leg's long. Yeah, roll. And feel how that picks up, how your pelvis starts to roll, when your pelvis starts to roll. How much independent movement there is in the hip, how much your pelvis follows along, and then up your spine, your ribs, the weight in the front of your torso, your chest. Follow that. And then turn your face to look the other way. So turn your face to look right and your hands still interlaced now on your right ear or the right side of your face. And tilt your left foot to the inside, to the right. What difference does that make, having your head turned the other way? What different twist is this in your spine? Different use of your ribs? And now turn your face back to look left. Turn your face back towards the left. Your hands still on the side of your face, interlaced. And now as you tilt your left foot to the right, begin to slide your left knee open to the side so that eventually you come to rest with your knee open to the side and your left foot next to your right knee. And you might not get there all at once. You can do that over several attempts. Maybe you now need two cushions for your knees so one cushion can slide with your outside knee and the other cushion can stay with your inside knee. I'll have you know that I carefully refined this lesson over the last few nights so that you will have fewer bruises on your knees than I do today. So I spent like three hours of each of the last three nights sort of playing with variations. <laughs> I have more bruises on my knees now than you guys want to have, I'm sure. Okay. So you slide your knee open and tilt your foot in so your foot comes to rest just on the inside of your right knee joint. 
and then you slide them back at the same time. So you're both sliding your knee in and taking your foot towards the vertical. And you feel now there's more of a twist of your spine, more of a turning of your pelvis, more opening in your hip joint. Great. Okay. And then slowly leave that, bring your leg down, roll onto your back, and take a rest. Feel your contact with the floor. Compare your left and right sides. And then come onto your stomach again. Turn your face to look right and interlace your hands in the back of your head on your ear or the side of your head. Bend your right knee so your right foot is towards the ceiling. And now from this position begin to slide your knee out to the right and turn your foot in so that your right foot comes to rest next to your left knee. And you see how much your pelvis rolls to let that happen, how much your hip joint opens. Some combination for everybody. Even if you're a dancer, probably roll your hips a little bit. And even if you've never danced in your life, probably you open your hip joint a little bit. Even if you've never done a first position or something. And turn your face to look left and continue to try the same thing. Turn your face to look left and how easy is it now to... What different twist does this make in your spine? Don't break anything, just see whether, how this makes it a bit more difficult. And then turn your face to look right and just put your hands underneath your head now. So take your hands off the back of your head and put them one on top of the other underneath your head. And leave your right knee bent open to the side and your right foot is somewhere near your left knee. So you can stay in that position. And now begin to bend your left knee to lift your left foot towards the ceiling and then put it down again. So your left knee, your long leg, you bend your left foot towards the ceiling. Yeah. And put it down again. And feel what it's like with your, uh, in this configuration, with your pelvis turned, your spine twisted. 
How easy is it to lift your left foot? How light is your lower leg? How does your pelvis help you? How does your spine help you? And then a few times as you lift your left leg, lower leg, lift your head. Keep your face looking to the right, but lift your head at the same time that you lift your foot. And feel what connection there is or connection you make from the back of the side of your head to your left heel. How your spine makes that connection. So your head's resting on your hands instead of your hands on your head so that you can lift your head. Lift your head as you lift your foot. Okay, and then leave that and slowly roll onto your back. Take a rest. And then come onto your stomach again. Turn your face to look left with your hands underneath your head. So your hands one on top of the other, your face looking left. Bend your left foot towards the ceiling. Slide your left knee to the outside. Tilt your left foot to the inside so your left foot comes to rest near your right knee. Do that a couple times till you get comfortable in that position. Slide your left knee open. Tilt your left foot to the right so it's resting next to your right knee. And then stay there once you've found it on this side. Stay there. And begin to lift lift your right foot towards the ceiling. Bend your knee and lift your right foot towards the ceiling. And feel what you use to do that. How your spine helps you, your pelvis. 
What kind of line does your foot draw? Is this a very vertical plane to the floor or is it going to the inside, to the outside, back and forth? And then continuing to look left, lift your head. Lift your head from the floor as you lift your foot. Put it down again as you lower your foot at the same time. So you time them together. They come away from the floor at the same time. They return to the floor at the same time. And leave that. Stretch out, roll onto your back, take a rest. How is your back resting on the floor? Feel your breathing. Has your breathing changed? That balloon expanding and subsiding. Now come over onto your stomach. And um, rest with your forehead down, one hand on the back of the other hand, and your forehead down. And now bend both knees and bring both feet towards the ceiling. And now can you slide at the same time both knees to the outside and tilt both feet towards the inside. So your ankles will sort of come to cross in the middle. And bring them back to the vertical. So go back and forth like that. And now here, definitely when you did the one or the other movement, your spine or your pelvis did something asymmetrical. So you need like a big compromise now for both these knees to open to the sides and your ankles to cross in the middle. Maybe your pelvis lifts away from the ground. Your weight shifts forwards onto your chest. 
It depends on what height you take your knees out at. And then stay with your knees open and the one ankle's crossed on top of the other, whichever one you chose. And lift your head and look up along the ceiling in front of you and lower it. And feel how you're using your whole spine, your whole back. What shifts in your pelvis and your hip joints as you lift your head and lower it. And then leave your forehead on the back of your hands and slide this entire unit of your arms, your elbows, your forehead on the back of your hands. Slide it to the left and slide it to the right. So your knees stay in the same place, your feet stay in the same place, but slide this unit of your head and shoulders and arms left and right. And feel how kind of accordion of your torso, how you fold to the one side, to the other side, how your ribs open, your ribs close, how quiet your legs can stay. And then switch your feet so the other foot is on top and on the bottom. Slide left. Right. And then leave that, come onto your back, take a rest. Come onto your stomach again. Turn your face right and interlace your hands on the back of your side of your head, your right ear, right side of your head. Bend your right leg 
your right foot towards the ceiling and slide your right knee out and tilt your right foot in towards your left knee so it stays. And then bend your left foot, bend your left knee so your left foot is towards the ceiling. And just begin now to take your left foot to the left. Roll across your left knee. Take your left foot to the left, to the outside. Take your left foot to the outside and come back up. Just roll your left foot to the outside. Okay. Um, your right knee is open to the side. Your left leg's long. So wait, we've got to start it over here. We've got to start again a bit. I wasn't watching. Okay, start from the beginning. Lengthen both your legs down. And bend your right leg. And then scoot your right knee out to the side and tilt your right foot to rest on the floor. Yeah. And now bend your left foot towards the ceiling. And just roll your left knee on the floor. Roll your foot to the outside. Take your left foot to the outside and then back up. So your left foot now is kind of like a windshield wiper. Your left lower leg. You go to the outside and then back up. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, good. And feel what this... Uh, how this talks to your pelvis, to your chest, to your belly, to your spine. How far can you take your left foot towards the floor to your left? It's very, these left and rights, when you're like upside down and backwards, becomes very confusing with left and right. So you take your left foot to the outside, towards the floor, and then back to the vertical. And what about if you take your left foot to the inside, to the right? How far does it go easily before you, if you're right, if your knees stay, your knees stay, your knees stay, your knees stays where it is, you're just going to pivot on your knee. How far can you go to the inside, towards your right, without, before you hit a brick wall? And now take your left foot to the outside, and as you take your left foot to the outside, lift your right elbow away from the floor. Lift your right elbow backwards. And then as you bring your left leg back up to the vertical, take your right elbow back towards the floor. And find for yourself almost like a little seesaw between your left foot and your right elbow. So your left foot tilts to the outside behind you, and your right elbow lifts. And then your left foot comes back to the vertical. The right elbow goes back to the floor. Bending a little at your wrist to let yourself lift your right elbow. Come down. And then try the opposite so that you lift your right elbow as you bring your left leg back up to the vertical. And you bring your right elbow down to the floor as you take your left foot out to the left. So as you tilt your left foot left, you lower your right elbow to the floor. As you lift your left foot back towards the ceiling, you lift your right elbow. Okay, 
and then leave that. Come onto your back, take a rest. Feel how your left shoulder rests on the floor, your right shoulder. The length of each side. And come over onto your stomach again. Turn your face to look left. Your hands on your left ear, left side, hands on top of your head interlaced on the back side of left side of your head. So your face is looking left. Bend your left knee. Slide your left knee out to the side and tilt your left foot in to rest next to your right knee. Get yourself comfortable in this position. And then bend your right foot towards the ceiling. And take your right foot like a windshield wiper. Take it side to side, left and right, and see how easily it turns to the left, how easily it turns to the right. Uh, your pelvis lets this happen, your spine lets this happen. More or less, notice how much your left knee can stay where it is on the floor and slides a little bit, what it does. How much your left foot stays where it is next to the floor. Does it sort of get lifted away at some point or does it rest? What are the repercussions for everything else as you take your right foot in this windshield wiper movement, left and right? And then begin to use your left elbow. So as you lower your right leg to the right, you lift your left elbow from the floor. And as you bring your right leg back to the vertical or even a little to the left, you lower your left elbow to the floor. So you've almost got a little seesaw going between your left elbow and your right foot. So there's quite mixed metaphors we've got. Seesaws and windshield wipers and I don't know how it all fits together, but it all fits together in you. Somewhere around your spine. Somewhere in your spine it all fits together. 
somewhere in your torso. So as you tilt your right leg to the right, lift your left elbow. As you tilt your right leg back to the vertical, lower your left elbow. So your left knee is open to the side on the floor. Your left knee is resting open to the side on the floor. And your right foot's vertical to the ceiling, going left and right. And now switch up that coordination of the elbow and the foot. So as you bring your foot to the vertical or to the inside, you lift your left elbow. As you take your right foot to the outside, to the right, you lower it. And where in the middle do these two ideas meet? How do they cooperate? And then leave that stretch out, come onto your back, take a rest. And then roll over onto your stomach again. Turn your face to look right and uh, resting your face on the back of your hands. We've got one hand resting on top of the other. Your face turned to the right. Bend your right knee, foot to the ceiling, slide your right knee to the outside and tilt your right foot to the inside so your right foot is resting near your left knee. And then bend your left knee, your foot's towards the ceiling. And now begin to take your left knee to the inside, take your left knee to the right without sliding your left knee. So your left knee is really a pivot point. You pivot on your left knee, but turn your left knee in, your left foot into the right, so not to the outside, to the inside, as so though you're going to cross your ankles now behind you and in this uh, somewhat bent position. Take your knee to the inside, your foot to the inside, feel how your pelvis moves, what happens in your chest, happens between your chest and your pelvis in your belly. Go it slowly, with curiosity, 
it's not obvious how to lower this foot to the inside, how to let that happen in your core. Just go bit by bit and feel As your left foot lowers to the right, to the inside, let your right foot come a little away from the floor so your ankles sort of go towards one another, towards this idea of crossing. Uh And then let it go back to the floor, your right foot, as you take your left foot back to the ceiling. Uh So here you've got a little, another teeter-totter or seesaw. And feel that and feel where in your ribs, between your ribs and your pelvis and your belly. Where is this twist from your legs happening or getting to, being generated from or being permitted to happen? And then leave that and stretch out. Stay on your stomach, but just uh, stretch out and take a little rest on your stomach. Turn your face to look left. And bend your left leg towards the ceiling. Slide your left knee out to the side and tilt your left foot towards your right knee. And then bend your right foot towards the ceiling, and now take your right foot to the left, to the inside, towards crossing with your right ankle. So your knees sort of stay where they are. Your knees are going to be your pivot places. And develop it slowly, go slowly, because something has to happen in your pelvis to let that happen. Something has to happen in your chest. Don't push it, but feel where do you lengthen, where do you let this, where do you breathe more. Where do your ribs go? Where does your spine go? And if you need to let your left foot come a little away from the ground as you tilt your right foot to the left, go ahead and do that so your ankles come towards crossing one another. And then as your right foot goes back to the vertical, your left foot goes back towards the ground. Okay, leave that. Come onto your back. Take a rest on your back. And feel that space behind your low back, your low ribs. Are they closer to the floor?
then come onto your stomach. Uh, lie with your forehead on the back of your hands, one hand on top of the other, your forehead on the back. Bend your knees so both feet are towards the ceiling. And again, do this movement where you slide both knees to the outside and take your ankles towards crossing one another. Maybe your pelvis comes a little away from the ground. A few times out and in. See how easy that is now. And then stay with your knees out and your ankles crossed. And slide your whole head to the right, your head and your shoulders and your elbows to the right. Stay slid to the right. And lift your head now and look over your right shoulder towards your feet, towards your heels. Lift and lower a few times. Look in that direction. And feel the space between your pelvis and your ribs in the front, on the left, on the right. And then slide your head and elbows everything back to the center and switch the crossing of your ankles. And slide your head and shoulders, elbows everything to the left. Stay to the left and look over your left shoulder towards your feet, towards your heels. And feel. Up and over to look back towards your heel. Great. Leave that and leave that. Stretch out your legs. Roll over onto your back. And feel how you're resting on the floor now. the contact of your back, the length of your left and right sides. Come back to that space of your breathing, that balloon with its very movable places and less movable places. What does it look like now in your mind's eye? How well do you expand and subside forwards to your sides, to your back? And when you're ready, roll to your side, come up to sit, come up to stand.